Hi guys, James Wilson Taylor here for Rock Sound, and welcome to another edition of the Rock Sound podcast. This is where you can listen to all our latest interviews and catch up on a few you might have missed over the last year or so through our video calls series. And today's guests from While She Sleeps, we've got Loz and Matt. The brand new album, Sleep Society, is due for release on April 16th, and we talk through the making of that record, particularly those huge, huge big name collaborations. They've got Biffy Clyro frontman Simon Neal on the current single Nervous. They've also got some 41's Derek Wibley on there and 250 of their own fans from the Sleep Society. We talk a bit about that as well, their incredible membership scheme that they've been putting together online over the last year. What life's been like in lockdown, their live plans, there's loads and loads of great stuff in there. If you're a fan of the band, you're going to get a lot out of this. And as ever, if you want to watch this interview, the video of the entire thing is up over on our YouTube channel. Just go and search for Rock Sound and click on the video call playlist. Plus, Keep your eyes peeled over the next few days because there will be a full track by track of the album going up over on there too. Um, But yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Here they are talking through this brand new While She Sleeps record. This is Loz and Matt. How are you guys? What's up, dude? How's it going? Hi. Good to see you both. Good to see you both. Uh, you know, we were just chatting just before. Obviously, Loz, we chatted to you a, a bit last year for one of these as well. But yeah. we will reiterate what we always say at the start of them. I hope you're keeping safe. Hope you're keeping well. Same to all your loved ones, the rest of the band, all that good stuff. Uh, Matt, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll say to you, because we've been a little minute since we've had a chance to chat. How you doing, man? How's these last few months at home been for you? Oh, it's been good. It's been a, a, a learning curve of trying to work out how to operate as a band from all these different places when we're super used to being sort of in the warehouse together. But we've kind of been doing a bit of both. And uh, yeah, we're just getting to that point now where we're all going back in and working together, which is nice. Um, but yeah, everything, everything's good, man. It's been a, a crazy ride these last couple of months. Like just everything before a record comes out is so intense in terms of like making all the everything that we need videos all the content everything we're trying to do with sleep society and yeah it's been a journey it's been amazing but it's been it's been a lot of work and a lot of uh, a lot of pressure and stress but all for a really good cause so yeah it's good yeah, absolutely. Loz, we were saying this last time when we did one of these that you guys are just so well set up for this, aren't you? I mean, you've got that HQ there that we got a little look around. What an absolute gift to be able to have a place like that. I imagine it's mean that despite the challenges of the last year, it doesn't really feel like you guys have stopped in a way, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I feel like um, we're very lucky to have the space that we've had, like we reiterated last time. And um yeah, I think that, you know, for any band that sort of released music pre-pandemic, you know, it must be really tough to put out a record and not be able to tour it. We've been quite lucky up until now that we missed Vegas and California, which we're really pissed off about, you know. But <laughs> but it's one of those things, you know, it's like, real, realistically, we can't be too bummed out about the situation because it's kind of fallen into place for us. We were scheduled to be off and writing, although we have lost a lot of festivals you know which are always great to get out to Europe and play festivals but you know we're very lucky to be able to focus our energy in a positive way and work like you say in an environment that's sort of you know big enough in a way that we can get in there still record and not be on top of each other and still work in a safe environment like Matt said we've kind of worked in and out of this situation when the restrictions have lifted a bit we'd be more in there and sort of working together and when we haven't been able to 
we've kind of just tried to work remotely. But like I say, we're, we're very lucky. Like for any band that sort of released a record and then not been able to tour, it, it must feel like a lot of um, work and no play, really. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, it's one of those situations where at the beginning of it, we were like, oh my God, what is, what's happening? And then we always have this thing where we, we're actually a really productive band off tour. On tour, it's like, it's great, but we just, we're just doing shows and that's it. But like we, we sort of come into our element when we're off tour because it sort of opens the doors to all the projects that we can do like at the warehouse and just writing in general. And we've been, we've been touring quite a lot. So it felt like um, it sort of, it came at quite a good time where we sort of said, okay, if this is what's happening, then let's shuffle our plans for it to work in our favor. And like, and let's just use this time. Let's not sit and use the time waiting for it to go back to normal and us to sort of crack on as a band. It's more like, right, well, this is happening. Let's use it to our advantage and really focus and make a record without, any interruption of touring and shows and those kind of things. And that's been like, that's been like a bit of a blessing in disguise really, because we've, we've been able to sort of channel our energy really directly into not only the record, but sleep society and everything we've done there. So it's like now I can't imagine it happening a different way, but yeah, I feel like you've just got when these sort of, when these situations uh, a sort of put onto you you've got to like we've learned now because you can you can plan as much as you want but something can always just slap in the middle of it and just make you go holy shit like this is not what we planned what do we do and we we're quite a good problem solving band in that sense we've been in those situations and uh, and I, like yeah I think we've used it to our advantage and yeah it's good it's been a good yeah. year yeah, it, no, it definitely has. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, yeah, relatively for you guys. <laughs> yeah, this, you've got to pick out the high points. That's all right. But like, it, I'm glad you mentioned Sleep Society there because, you know, it, I haven't really spoken to you guys since that kind of launched and really took up a gear there. How have you found it, man? From an outsider perspective, it seems like you guys are getting real benefits out of it. It seems like the fans have responded really, really well to it. Were there any challenges in terms of getting it up and running? Any teething problems, anything like that? Um. A lot of learning just in terms of like it's it's like creating a new a new avenue of social media in in a sense that's that's like private basically so it's not like you just make what you normally make for the rest of your like media outlets and then just post it on there as well it's like no we need to create a whole new set of content and really interesting things to go in it but also whilst not like alienating any of our fans that don't join and don't want to be part like that's we knew when we started it it's for like it's for the fans who really want to be that close and personal with us and we we knew that we couldn't like alienate anyone who doesn't want to join that's not like you're not not a sleeps fan if you're not in it i mean it's just for those people who want to like directly um sort of fund the cause and that's been like a, a journey for us just learning like we're, we've been creating content just like like so much in the last year that that and dealing with like the admin side of it all and just like you if people are in there and they message you like 
you can't like miss anything because people are like, people are paying to be part of this thing. So it's like, it's a real, it's like creating a total, another like avenue for the band that requires like loads of attention and loads of care whilst trying to continue everything that, that being a band contains in the, in the rest of them. So like the workload has been huge, but again, the rewards of, of working that hard are really good as well. And like, the band's in a in a really like good position now. We're not we're not sort of looking at the next couple of months and going, holy shit, do we need to get like do I need to start delivering pizzas? It's like yeah. it's we're we're in a position where we can channel all our all our energy back into sleeps, and that's something that I feel like super lucky to be in that position in the like in the climate that is the music industry at the moment. So I like. I'm really proud of what we've done and I'm I'm quite open about saying to other people that like hopefully we've proved that this avenue if you put the the amount of work into it this avenue can like work for a band especially in such a difficult time so it's something that I definitely recommend to other people yeah it's not even just the you know the the format of it itself but I, I think makes it work particularly for you guys is when you are building it sounds cliche but you're building a community around it as well and like you know even even the conversation around the latest single you know obviously a lot of mental health themes in there i just like the fact that you guys were very very open with the conversation on social media that was public anyway i imagine things like that can then continue within the sleep society itself right it's about bringing that bigger community feel to it absolutely we've been doing what what we sort of did publicly over the last like two weeks we've been doing that for the last month or two in the society and like we have like um we have like a monthly zoom call with different tiers of members and we like we've got to know everyone in there which is really cool and also they've got to know each other and there's this like they've almost formed this incredible like support network for each other uh and like you said it like it we, we set out wanting to build this like community and build this house for our fan base that they feel really like comfortable in. And I think that's exactly what we've made. And like, so it's, it's really nice to sort of sit back and look at it now compared to the conversation we had in sort of September last year and go like those goals are on their way to being achieved. They're not like done, but they're like, they're on their way. And yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling, really. I think that's the thing. Like, you, like you picked up on it on like a sense of community with the whole sleep society, and like, I think for while she sleeps, that's why you know, or, or definitely for me, that's why I fell in love with this or the whole scene, if you like. Anyway, you know, like it was all about banging a corn hoodie on and getting slapped on back at school bus for listening to it, you know, and that that in some way that gave you like a sense of like I'm a part of something that's different to everybody else. And I feel like that whole sense of community has been what While She Sleeps has always been about. Like, we're still the guys still at the back of the room watching the headline band, you know. We're still we're still the guys diving out into the festival and checking out our favourite bands and just being around people, you know, like even just hanging out after the show and trying to meet as many people as possible. So the whole community vibe is what drags me and, and the rest of Sleeps, like, into what we're into now. And, and the community side of things has always been hugely important for us. Um, and yeah, the sleep society is that, you know, it's that kind of hub for people that care about while she sleeps to, to get in there and chat, chat about while she sleeps or like maybe find a drummer because they're trying to 
start up a new band or just get loads of helpful insight into the right and wrong ways to do things. And just, there's so much going on in there, but like, yeah, the sense of community there is amazing. And like, yeah, I'd urge any band to sort of build that. It's just basically like a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fan club, but it's also the fan club are like sustaining the band as well, which is, is so, it's such a great relationship to have. And it's not like what I like about it is like, yeah, on paper, it is like a fan club. And that's something that is like, isn't new by any means, but it's, it's not orientated by like us being these like celebrity figures in it. It's yeah. always, it's just, it's more like, it's more to do with those guys communicating with each other and us being involved. And it like, it doesn't feel like we're like, the heads of it so to speak it, it feels more like we're actually part of that community and it gives us a place to talk really directly to the fans that a, a little bit more directly than you can do on social media because it's like how many people do you follow or like or you subscribe to or whatever on like your normal socials doesn't it doesn't mean you're like a, a humongous fan you sort of have that choice to sort of go past it and yeah check a, a little bit of something out but how do you get more than that like from those bands how do you how do you get like further into that thing and and social media is community based like it's an online community but it's there's so much in one place that you kind of know don't really get to focus on what any of the specific things too heavily so it, it gives us a place to be like um sort of just delve deeper into the elements of being in a band or the skills that we've sort of learn with it or like the things that we do as our like internal roles in the band and sort of do as much sort of teaching and sharing of information as possible in there which is that's been like my favorite part of it like the sort of doing bits of workshops with people and and having those like large we had this conversation um with like 50 people on a zoom call the other day uh, and it was before Nervous came out and we just like got on it. We do it on like a Friday night. So it's a bit of like an evening gathering. And we just sort of said to people like, look, this is what the song's about. And, th- and this is what we're trying to encourage. Let's, let's use this chat as like a, as a really friendly, open, almost therapy session. Not of like, we're going to tell you exactly how to cope with these things, but like get it off your chest. And then everyone in the group can talk to each other. And we were on there for like three hours, dude. And like people were opening up about things that they've never spoke about and things that they were really like, things that were huge deals to them. And it was so eye-opening. Like I came off the call and was like, I can't believe that that is where it's got to now. Like from us wanting like a year ago being like, yeah, we think we want to make this thing to like, to watching it like help people right down to like a personal level, just by giving them that space to feel like comfortable and, and all of that surrounding is like, we're all there because we like sleeps us ourselves included, but also because we all found that like, uh, like sense of like security in this alternative culture. Like Loz said, it's like, that is exactly why I got into this. I like, love that feeling of like putting this hoodie on and going to school. And if you see someone else in another band hoodie, you're a bit like, all right, bro. Like, uh, like we're in the same crew and like, it just feels like that. Yeah. It's, it's wild. 
It's nice as well. It's very much at the heart of the record, both in terms of the obvious things like titles and, you know, things like that. But I mean, they're on the record. You've got the Sleep Society yeah. as a actual guest. Tell me about how that worked, man. The track's called The Void. Like, how did uh, how did you go about getting fans involved so they could actually be on the record itself? We, um, so we had this idea that, like, we've, we've done stuff before. Where it's like you can sort of invite people down to come and do, like, gang vocals and things like that. But, like, how do we do that? remotely and we had this idea and we're like that sounds so cool with like a gang or a choir um and me and sean just recorded like a video of us seeing the part on like acoustic um told him the lyrics we actually used lyrics from um it's like it's it's a lyric from crows from like our first like the song that essentially like started things for us and uh and we like gave him this thing and then basically told him that if you like put headphones in learn this part it's two different uh, like uh, vocals in different ranges. So one, if you've got like a high voice, one, if you've got like a low voice, whichever one's more comfortable for you and just listen to it from one phone and record it on like another phone um, and then send it in here and we'll like grid it all up and line them up. We got like 250 people sent in vocals and we like wow. stacked them up and, and in that kind of thing, when you're doing gang vocals, like it's the imperfection that makes the part work like when you that the sound of an audience singing at a show isn't a thousand people singing perfectly in key and cutting off at exactly the right point and being like that it's not that it's it's people just singing because it feels good and all those imperfections creates that what what a football match sounds like do you know what i mean that like beautiful it's in tune but it's blurry and it's like and and it just became that like really quickly it, and yeah, there's like 250 Sleep Society members singing on that tune. <laughs> Man, it's so amazing. And, uh, you know, speaking of other guests, we know we've got to mention the collabs that are on this record because, you know, there's collabs and then there's collabs. And this is the latter. I mean, there's some great, great names on here. I, um, I mean, obvious, you know, the new single that's just come out, Simon Neil from Biffy's on there, which is fantastic. Uh, how long have you guys, I mean, you know Simon particularly well before this? You must have crossed paths a fair few times over the years, I'm sure. I'll let Loz have this one. <laughs> okay, there's a story then. Go on. Well, um, we were on tour um, a few years back, and I think it was with uh, Bullet for My Valentine, but their lighting guy was actually, um, he'd also worked with Biffy a lot in the past, or was Biffy's lighting guy and was doing both bands. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think we just had a few beers with him one night and just chilled out and were speaking about things. And he kind of just said, oh, you do realise that the guys in Biffy are big fans of your band. Like, they've listened to you from your first sort of release. Obviously, at the time, you know, any sort of reassurance or, or anything like that, that you're know, like doing the right thing in terms of other people in the industry, sort of appreciating what you're doing at such a young age of the band was, was amazing for us to hear. And, um, you know, we're big, big, big Biffy fans anyway. You know, the guy like Simon's voice is amazing. The band have done great things in terms of like UK um, rock and like, you know, hugely successful. So it was great to hear. And um, yeah, so kind of knowing that and having this idea of, of like who we might get on the record and then nervous get like getting more and more like the demo side of things it was getting stronger and stronger and I guess we just kind of jumped to thinking like how amazing would it be to get Simon on this track it like for us as a band it's it's like in terms of like the metal hardcore or whatever side of things in terms of like the anthemic rock side of things this is definitely the anthemic rock song on the record you know so we just felt like 
Simon's voice would really lend itself to the song. So, so I think Matt just reached out to him and kind of said, look, you know, is it true? Do you like our band or whatever? Yeah. And he kind of came back and confirmed that like, yeah, like I've been listening to your band for a while, love what you guys do. And then the conversation just rolled from there. And then Matt was, Matt had some like really good chats with Simon. He was like crazy positive and really yeah. into the idea of the song and everything that went with it in terms of like, you know, the message and yeah, it kind of just went from there. He, um, he actually, it, the, that link came from Elliot, Loz's brother, oh. who, who, who's um, like TM does for years and like TM Frank of the Rattlesnakes. And like, he's been in around our world almost as long as we have. And uh, and he toured with Biffy, with Frank, and and said like, oh, Simon's like a really, really nice dude. Uh-huh. I could like... I, and he was like, I've got, I've got the contact for the hit their TM. Um, and then he was like, I'll do you an intro. And he did me this amazing intro, uh, sort of saying like, I know you guys will get along. I know Simon's a fan, blah, blah. And, and then I liked, and then I didn't hear back after this for, for like a while. And when you're like, when you're trying to get guest vocalists, you sort of, you, you reach out to quite a few people and like we brainstorm and come up with a list and, I mean, like traditionally, you don't expect, you expect to know of most people because I know how busy being in a band is and working on your own records. And especially when you, like when touring was happening, like who's got time, who's free to do vocals and maybe they're doing something else and can they like put their name on that song? It's, it's quite complicated. So I'd kind of given up hope on, on this, this thing. And then this email came back one day and it was just, the absolute polar opposite of giving up hope. It was just this amazing reaction. And Simon just off the bat was just this ball of amazing positive energy. He's, he's, he's like, he's just his um, like manner or just vibe really was just incredible. And like, he was so complimentary towards the band and he was so, he made, he made it like uh like he was like lucky to be on it, and we're like, no, like we're we're lucky that you're willing to do this. And the whole process with him has been like that, and it's just been, I couldn't imagine working with someone like to be any better. It's been a really really nice experience working with him in the video as well. Just just a really like great, um, and this go this goes for Biffy as well, like. What a real band, do you know what I mean? What what a proper, like, a legit... The sort of bands that we aspire towards are those bands who, who do them, and they, they it's their vibe. It's not about following a trend. It's about sticking it out, and it's not about the phase of music that we're in. It's just like, we're doing us, and we're going to keep doing us, and we'll slowly climb up that ladder and be... And it's all about this for me. I don't want. I don't want to be an overnight success. I want to do this the rest of my life, and that's they're the bands that we follow. That's Thrice and that's Alexis on Fire, and they're those bands that we aspire to be. And like and Biffy, they are that. They're like they're Foo Fighters of the United Kingdom. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I back that. I fully yeah, back that. And, and so like, if it's one of those ones where it feels feels really right because I think we both. Uh, we're both in similar bands and or like similar bands with that kind of mindset. Or I'd like to, I'd like to think that that's what sleeps feels like to me. And 
Um, yeah, it, it really works out really well. And if, if I think, I don't know if we posted it on main socials, but there we have on film me receiving the first email. Oh, brilliant. And, uh, and I'm just playing guitar in the studio because we had, uh, we've got uh, Barnes is our like uh, video guy and he films everything. And I'm just playing guitar in the studio. And my phone just vibrates. So I look down at it and I just go, oh, Simon! And like run outside. Sean's being filmed by someone else in the main space in the warehouse. And you can hear me shout in the studio and then run out to him. And we like read the email together. And it's just, I think he said, um, I've been a big fan of what you do and everything about while she sleeps and the way you guys operate is something that I want to be involved with. And I was just like, hearing that from someone for me is just like a real, like it's a really hot, heartwarming thing when someone else says they admire the way that you do things like from someone in such a position. You know what I mean? The fucking headline and download. We watched them headline Sonisphere in like 2012 or 11, like, and we're dancing around in the back of the crowd or our camping chairs above our heads. And if you could have fucking grabbed me then and say, he wants to sing on your album <laughs> and he wants to do it. Like I had that like flash and it's just, yeah, it's crazy how things turn out. Like. It's amazing, man. What a good bloke he is. I do, do yeah. have a lot of time for Simon. I always do. Um, and the other guests I want to mention, of course, Derek Whipley's on the album as well, which is so, so I mean, th this guest list is great, guys. I love that. Fans and then two absolute legends there as well. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how that one happened, man. Deza. Um, Deza came through, uh, I don't know if he wants to be called Deza. We've been calling him Deza. I was about to say, is that is that his nickname? Is that his nickname? We Canadians, like... Canadians go by Deza occasionally. I don't know. That feels distinctly <laughs> British to me. Distinctly Northern British, in fact. He's like, who the fuck is Deza? Deza. <laughs> he came Deza. Through, through James, our current front of house engineer, and so imagine who he, he works for us in society now. Um, total legend member of our team. He had done a tour, I think, with some 41, or he knew their manager and did the same thing. And... And Derek responded back uh, really positively, again, being like, I'm a fan. <laughs> and we had that total, like, wow moment of that. Because especially for, like, Sean, um, some 41, like, were his, like, they were probably his rancid at, at that age in our, like, youth. He, like, he was out making like jackass videos and putting some 41 songs over it. Do you know what I mean? So like- Yeah, I feel like for, for some, for everyone in the band at some point of time, like some 41's been that, like that band. I remember skateboarding down to my local record store and picking up All Killer No Filler completely by accident. Just picked it up off the shelf because I thought it looked cool. And then when I got it home, like me and my brother just bouncing around bedroom and just and just being like, like a couple of years later, you're like, what a huge record that was. Like, totally. in terms of punk rock anyway, but like, yeah. So like, we've all, we all love some 41. So it's, it's yeah. amazing to get, you know, a response like that towards and, the record. There's, there's something in some 41 as well that's a real, because they've been one of those bands to us who we've like, Sleeps has a huge punk influence, whether you see it on the surface or not. It's it's very much in there in the songs. And 
And like, I actually don't think we're a very dissimilar band from Sum 41 in a lot of ways. They have, they're like, they have that thrash influence and they're like, and that California punk rock influence. So it's, it's Canadian, but, but like the influence is quite Californian. And I almost felt like when it turned out Derek liked us anyway, which is mad, but like, I like, I think he listened to it and we're like, this sounds like if my band like dabbled in metal more. And I think he was like, I can, I can, I can slot into this quite naturally, which he did when like, when we got into the parts of actually sending each other music and he started singing like, yeah, it just slot. It didn't feel like we had to like, we had to sort of bend the way we were making our music to fit him in at all. It felt really natural. I think for both collaborations in terms of like um, Nervous and No Defeat for the Brave, they both, the way that we've worked it into the songs, they both feel like they've got their place in the song, but it still sounds like a sleep song with those people inside it. They don't know it. I don't know what I mean, but it kind of, it kind of fits really well, you know, even down to the verses that like the verses were written by, by, by us and, and, uh, Derek has sung those verses that were written, but like it still sounds like it was a Sum Forty One influenced verse, you know. Yeah. So it works. It works. We didn't so well. write it with Derek in mind, did we? No, that's what I mean. It just came about, and we were like, get him on that track because it already kind of sounds a bit like it has that chuggy punk rock influence in the, those verses. And when it came back and he'd had a crack at it, we were just like, what? That's that's mental. How like well it slotted in. So. Yeah, we're in love with both of those guys for like for getting involved, and they've yeah. both been amazing to work with, and and yeah, it's just been so good. And we kind of wanted to like rethink the way, like traditionally in our sort of world of, of music, a guest vocalist sort of appears for like a small moment in time and has their moment and then disappears, and we kind of we wanted to try and approach that in a different way and it'd be more of a collaborative thing than be like a guest appearance. So like, that's why it's like, it's, it's a featuring, like whilst he's featuring them on the song is because we just basically sent both of them the full song with, with our vocals on and said, sing it all and work out what you feel most connected to out of all the parts what suits your voice? What do you think you can add your flair to? And and kind of and then we just got to sort of choose where they appear. And then once they appear, they actually like they're a member of the band from there on in the song, which felt like a nicer way to collaborate than like here's four lines, do your bit, and then disappear. And it, like that's one of my favorite things about it because I get to listen to what is almost like a new band for us in, in, in those songs. It's us with like this, this like extra member or this new voice to add. I mean, we've already got a lot of voices, haven't we? <laughs> Let's get another one in there. I think as well, like it'd be, it's so easy to choose like another metalcore singer to get involved. And it was like, it's really like, makes it so much more interesting that they're not really from our world as such, but they kind of are as well, you know? And I think it's, yeah, just more interesting than having like another screamer on the track. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it's from from different genres kind of thing. But it's also yeah. worth noting and kind of funny that um, that us and architects both didn't know. 
Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, that's no. amazing. We had no idea. Simon's yeah. a naughty boy for that. <laughs> yeah. So Architects announced their track listing, and I just text Dan from Architects and said, you got Simon on your record? He was like, yeah. I was like, so have we. <laughs> and we were like, shit. And we were like, do you care? I was like, no, we don't care. Like, all right, then like, let's just... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Very di very different tracks. Obviously a similar yeah. world, but very different tracks. Both work yeah. really well. It's nice. It's, it's a real conversation for so many people now. And like, I actually quite like how it's gone because it's, Simon is like in conversation in the heavy world right now. And, oh, and yeah. people are like, people are using both the features as a discussion. And it's like quite, I'm, I'm actually like, I really like that it's happened now. And yeah, it feels really, it feels really cool because people, People are having this, especially in uh, America, where I don't think they have as much of a biffy presence as we have here. The people are like, who the fuck is this Simon guy? And he's on all these like these new tunes. Like, yes, yeah, I think it's kind of funny, like watching people. Well, he was saying, when... people come up with the story because people and like we neither band knew that he'd gone so though. So we. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I do love that. No, when we did when we did one of these with him around the album, it's just funny. He was saying how he was uh how he's doing found himself doing a lot more screaming after Bounce Not Symmetry and on this new record and everything, and then it continues. He's he's exploring his heavy side at the minute. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Like to see it, man. Very, very cool. Right. Uh we'll go more in depth on the album in a sec when we do the track by track, which people will be able to watch very, very soon. Uh, but I'll leave you for now with this, which is the live element, guys. You know. Live shows are up in the air. We know that. We know that nobody knows quite what's going to happen. We're all hopeful about when these are going to happen. I know there's some dates in the diary, a kind of smaller tour there. You guys must be thinking about how this record's going to play live, what you guys want to do with the shows, what stage you are kind of at in terms of even just ideas around what that next tour will be. We have so many, like, because we've been, when we thought this was going to last three months, we moved things there. Then it lasted six months, so we moved it again, and we've been doing that since it all it all started. So, I mean, you guys know now. I'm talking in the future because this has come out. The tour has moved to September, um, and the tour that we had booked in May, which is a load of incredibly intimate venues, the most intimate we've done in years, which will be a really fun way to start the record. We thought, how fun would it be to go to a city? to a venue that we used to play and loved playing and just make camp there for multiple nights. Like how fun would that be? So that's kind of what that tour's about and it's going to be mental. And um, that's happening in September. And then we're just fingers crossed that that goes ahead and that's around slam dunk. And then we have a load of plans for like the back end and the, and the year following, but just it's all fingers crossed that it happens. Nothing I can talk about, but like lots of, lots of interesting plans. And as well, um, we have, before any of that stuff gets to, um, we're doing the live stream, which is like an evening with While She Sleeps um, in May, which is going to be incredibly special. That ha is drinking every bit of energy we have at the moment to make something really special to kind of celebrate the album coming out and and hopefully give everyone a little a little dose of what's to come when we get back in a room together 
very exciting something to look forward to in the meantime for sure before you guys get out in front of it uh well i'll leave you with that then guys stay safe out there look forward to seeing you on the road when you can keep an eye out everybody for this track by track you'll be able to check out very very soon by the time this goes out and just best of luck with the record as ever boys all right we'll chat to you soon Thanks again to Loz and Matt for that conversation. And like we said before, the track by track of Sleep Society is going to be up on the Rock Sound YouTube channel very soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. And make sure you hit subscribe right here on the Rock Sound podcast. We're going to be dropping all our latest video call interviews right here for you to listen to. And a few that you might have missed over the last year as well. Recent episodes we've just put up on here include Machine Gun Kelly, The Offspring and Nothing Nowhere. Go back and listen to those as well. We are available wherever you get your podcast so we'll see you very soon for another episode in the meantime i've been james wilson taylor thanks for listening